okay good people and we're back so i want to let y'all know that this is the fourth and last part of the narcissistic household there's going to be one last video to this and then we're done with this section so let's get into it so where we left off at is narcissist was upset with me because of my perverse report because I had an in danger of failing in math. And as we all know, I'm bad in math. So anyways, I was sitting at my desk doing my homework and my mother came stomping up the stairs. Now here I go in my head. Okay, what now? So as I'm sitting at my desk, she marches in the room, yanks me by the front of my shirt, and I almost smacked my head on the side of the TV stand. However, I was able to catch myself. And she says, how dare you get smart with them? And again, as always, I'm in confusion. I said, all I did was answer his question. Narcissist was behind her. He smacked his lips and let out a deep sigh. So, of course, I was put on punishment again and reminded how dumb I was. Now, we had people outside of the household putting their two cents in, not exactly knowing what's going on. You know, basically how most families do and how anybody does. You're not here. You don't see what's going on. You're just going off of what my parents are telling you. So, there was one time when my aunt's son took to Facebook talking about how I was a problem to my parents and I'm wondering how the fuck can somebody that lives all the way at the bottom of the U.S. talk mess and he don't even know what's going on in his household ain't nobody bothering him nothing like that but yeah that's how things went with family members and outside friends so a few of the teachers and faculty members they start noticing you know my behavior you know, I wasn't a bad kid. I never got suspended, but you can tell that I was angry. I did have a temper, you know, it was like a light switch. At one minute I was cool and the next minute I'm just sitting there mad as hell. These were early signs of bipolar disorder. I spoke with the school guidance counselors, you know, from time to time, and all of them agreed that I did need help. So over the next few years, the school would make calls you know, to my mom discussing their concerns about my mental health and believing that I should talk to somebody. When she would get these calls, she'd get mad and yell at them and say, there's nothing wrong with me. Then she would yell at me and tell me I need to pray off the demons that were bothering me and pray to God, you know, all the religious mumbo jumbo. My mother never got me any help and I basically just fell into a deeper depression of hating myself. It got to the point that when I would come home and do my homework, I would go to sleep afterwards. I would force myself to go to sleep. So when I woke up, nobody else in the house was awake and I would just do my chores. Only being that was awake were the pets. So besides my constant sleeping habits that I had started doing, I began putting my frustrations on social media. Now, for those of y'all that know me, y'all know what I'm talking about. For 11 years straight, Facebook was my way to scream for help. It was my online diary, diary, excuse me. I said any and everything and I didn't give a damn because why I felt like nobody gave a damn about me and I felt like nobody was listening. So I would just scream on Facebook. 
So you all wondering why I did it. This is why. So by the age of 16, I had enrolled in this artworks program. It was a sum- like a little summer arts internship. And in there, I was a part of the jazz ensemble. Now, when it came down to playing the drum set, I didn't have a lick of confidence in me. I never played with confidence when it came to the drum set. Some of the male instructors, they would make fun of me. They would bully me, you know, stuff like that. So anyways, thing two happened to have a performance at the building that I rehearsed in. So, of course, baby mama was there, as she should have been, and her mother was there. At the end of the performance, baby mom had the nerve to ask me if I had any upcoming performances. Now, I was caught off guard by this question because in my head, I'm thinking, why the fuck are you talking to me? But I just kept a straight face and I said, I'm not sure. You know, I I really don't know. (laughs) Like I was stuttering because I was still stuck. So narcissist got angry about that. And he later on yelled at my mom about it and said, I'm not taking her anywhere else with me ever again. Now, I remember this because he was yelling at her outside and I overheard the conversation from my window. So this time she came in my room to yell at me and she seemed confused about what the hell she was yelling at me about. And I was sitting up there just looking at her like, "Okay, now, you know, this makes no sense. First of all, why would I tell some sick fuck who likes to make? stories up about me abusing their children sexually why would I ever tell you anything about my performances I don't trust you so even though I was getting older you know my parents continued to play the mind games and they did whatever they could to keep control of us one summer we were forced to go to day camp and I cried about it because we didn't Spent the entire school year performing, rehearsing. Anybody that went to the Cleveland School of Arts, you know that is a lot of hard work. No matter how fun it was, it was a lot of hard work that you had to be built for. So with it being summertime, I would like to rest. I would like to go outside. I would like to actually be a kid and hang with my friends. Why? Because I don't really get a chance to do it during the school year. So we were forced to help Narcissus' mom with registration for their vacation Bible school. Now, when it was all said and done, she got upset with me because I didn't sign up. I didn't know I was supposed to sign up and I didn't want to. I want to enjoy my summer, but I didn't understand why that was such a big deal. So anyway, she called narcissists and started mess, you know, like she always did. And Of course, I was yelled at and I was smacked and put on punishment, the usual, and I was forced to call her and apologize for my lack of wanting to not be not wanting to be a part of vacation Bible school this year. So there was that. One of the other things they used to control me was um, I wasn't allowed to actually get a part time job and I was not allowed to drive. So I had to, you know, watch my friends have their licenses, drive around this and that. And I can't do anything but either get on my bike or go hop on a bus. So one morning I got up and I greeted narcissist with a good morning and he just looked at me and rolled his eyes. And then he grunted and then just went back to watching TV. So I didn't think too much of it. And I just went downstairs. Now I happened to get on my 
phone with my brother and my mother started screaming my name shortly afterwards. And she goes, why didn't you say good morning to him? And I said, you looked right at me when I said good morning, big daddy. And then grunted. He said, well, did I hear you? It, if I didn't respond, that means I didn't hear you. So I was confused and I looked at him. He goes, you know what? Hang up my damn phone. So as instructed, I had to hang up the phone on my brother. By this point, I hated my entire life. And sadly to say, there was a point in time where I wanted to destroy that entire household. For a month straight, I did strategize about how I could set that house on fire without getting caught. Yes, little old me was having thoughts of potentially harming her own flesh and blood because she was that angry and that lonely. Let's just be happy that I never followed through with that plan. So I want to say a few weeks later, I got in trouble because I had went over to texting limit for the umpteenth time. Now I do put this on myself because yeah. So for those of y'all that don't remember, there used to be texting plan with cell phones, you know, the free nights and the weekends, you know, or unless they was a part of the my call circle. So I would have to wait till like nine o'clock at night to talk to my friends. But they decided to use a plan of 1,200 texts between them and two teenagers. So four people, 1,200 texts. You know how teenagers are. Even I thought that was stupid. But anyways, I had one over the limit for the umpteenth time. So my mother told me to hold all my hands and she took a belt and she started whooping my hands. Um... It's, it wasn't funny to him, but it's funny now. Yes, she was whooping my hands the same way you would whoop your child's ass. So then she told me to go to my room. I ended up going to sleep. She came into my room and she goes, let me see your hands. I guess she thought about that of me going to school with swollen hands or possibly welts on my hands. You got to be cautious. You don't want me to have any evidence of child abuse or anything, huh? But hey. So later on that year, our church had a banquet for the pastor. Now, Narcissus family there, you know, they started shit because it, it just wouldn't be a good time if they didn't start shit with me. And this time it came from three different directions. It was between his mother, his brother and his sister. They would not stop calling my name. And later on, of course. I got in trouble again and put on punishment. I hated this man's family so damn much that when his brother and sister eventually did pass years later, I really did not care that they passed. I literally was sitting at their funeral because my mother wanted us there and I was just looking dumb because I did not care that they passed. How can I feel something for you after you tormented me for so many years? So during this punishment... My mother got diagnosed with swine flu. And this particular weekend, uh, thing one and thing two were at their mom's. I was upstairs in my room, you know, being depressed as usual, keeping to myself. And uh, my sister had came in the house and she's like, uh, hey, I'm getting ready to go see the movie Precious. It was opening weekend. So my mother, she goes, why don't you get your sister out the house? You know, take her with you. I don't know if this is because she didn't want me in the house with her germs. I was already stuck with her anyways. I was already stuck there. And I guess she felt semi-guilty. Who knows? 
Anyways, I was just happy to get out of the house and be with someone I felt safe with, my sister. So we go see this movie, it lets out late, and her car won't start. So she tries and tries and tries, and she said, okay, I'm going to have to call a narcissist. Okay, whatever, I didn't really think much of it. So he's yelling on the phone at her, you have my Dominique with you? You have Dominique with you? So she's just like, okay, this dude's tripping. So her friends ended up giving us a ride home. Um, and as we were pulling up, we saw a narcissist heading down the street towards the direction of his mother's house. Mind you, it's late. So something didn't feel right. And we're both like, where the fuck is he going? So we walked in the house. We're ready to tell my mother about how crazy and sad this movie was and how Monique was just a mess. But we stopped when we found her in her room crying. She was on the phone talking to somebody and she just crying her, just crying her little butt off. And I looked around the room and the room looked like it had been ransacked. So my heart dropped and I went, I know damn well this man didn't do what the hell I think he did. I'll tell you all the rest in the finale.